this might be the new motto of the BS Podcast podcast. A team that has some BS going on. We have some BS going on. We do. So Bill Simmons. <laughs> it's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. I, I want to do a documentary about that game, and it's just all about me. Just one camera on me. Bill, that actually does not sound like a documentary about the game. It sounds like a documentary about Bill Simmons. I agree. Matt, there were four podcasts we're uh. going to discuss. I know. <laughs> He's really been on a tear, our boy. He's been knocking out the content. Yeah, he did four, and we uh, only listened. Well, he did six. We've only listened to four. <laughs> this is too much work, too much listening. Uh, the first one was the Cousin Sal one. The second one uh, was the Defense of LeBron one with Kevin O'Connor and then Mallory Rubin, who did her five favorite things or whatever it's called early. <laughs> Uh, and then the last two, one with uh, Russillo and House, and then the second one on Russillo's pod, again with House. Those are the Western and Eastern NBA over and unders, respectively. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Here we go. For the first one of the week, it was a fairly standard Cousin Sal guessing the lines. However, it was labeled as the BS Podcast. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast not the name of the podcast, Matt. It's not. Problem Bill had all week not knowing the name of the shows that were on <laughs> his podcast network. I think Bill uh, runs his company from afar. What's that theory that people used to have in the 1700s about God <laughs> that he was just like... The watchmaker. Yeah. That's Bill. Created the site, stepped back, and allowed evolution to run its course. Next step, profit. <laughs> P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Oh, I like it. How about oh, that? Oh, I really like it. Is it good when you do like a uh, a pun, but then you have to spell the pun? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it until you spelled it. Yeah. <laughs> At one thirty, a promo for an as yet unannounced podcast. More details coming on that. Have, has it been still announced? I mean, this is like a week ago. Which one was it? I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> but it was at one thirty. Oh, yeah, you know what? It hasn't been. No, it's. but he's going to let us know about it at some point. He's going to let us know about it, Chris. Like that time he let us know about the Vampire Weekend podcast that he couldn't remember the name of and didn't really know what it was about. Uh, well, in fairness, Chris, he did say over the course of this month, the month continues. It is still October. At 148 Pearl Jam, however, the Pearl Jam intro, Matt, very importantly, the most petty, banal thing we talk about on the Bill Simmons podcast podcast Let's bring our friends in from Pearl Jam. <laughs> Let's bring our friends in from Pearl Jam. At eight twenty-two, this swallow. And you're in a division. I'm sorry, in a conference where there's just too many good teams. At almost twenty-two minutes in, Bill has some advice for Pete Carroll, head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, as to his strategy going forward in games that involve Russell Wilson. Just ride that dude. Ride him, Chris. If you say on recorded audio, just ride that dude, you should know it's going to be clipped out and sound out of context <laughs> bizarre. The way you help make it sound more bizarre is by lasciviously and repeatedly swallowing all the extra apparent saliva your mouth is creating at the thought of riding the dude. Just ride that dude. Once you're up 20 to 6. Why is Russell Wilson so hard for Bill to say? It's the R's and the L's <laughs> and the W's. They all end up becoming one sound. So Bill then goes on while continuing to talk about his favorite uh, from years ago, Hustle and Bustle, Russell Wilson, to call tight end Thisley, whose name I don't know, first name I don't know, his safety blanket. Safety blanket guy in a lot of ways. Not his security blanket. Security blanket, I understand what that means. That's what Linus from uh, Charlie Brown yes. had. Is a safety blanket like a blanket made of lead to keep bullets from raining down on you? You're not far off. A safety blanket can be used uh, to cover furniture when moving. 
It can be used in fire prevention. And I think those uh, tinfoil-looking blankets you use uh, are also considered safety blankets. Like in Better Call Saul. Yeah, they I keep guess. For the radiation from you. Yeah, they, yeah, like the brother? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They are not security blankets, which are designed uh, or used to produce ang- anxiety. At 3218, Sal finally confronts Bill with a question we've all been wondering. How are you watching Succession right now? At 40 minutes and 20 seconds, Matt, you know a little bit about the uh, civil process and uh, government. Yep. Tell me what you think about this. Because if, if this had been held to an uh, electorate vote... Are you familiar with the concept of an electorate vote? I don't even have a joke, Chris. <laughs> an electorate vote. I don't know what that means. The electorate are the people who do the voting. So is an electorate vote a vote to decide who the electorate will be? And if that's do you the case, want to vote, is this just a vote cycle? for the person who you want to have the vote cast by? Well, the important thing is it has to do with onside kick rules. <laughs> At 41.44, this laugh. <laughs> Let's see how spooky it sounds. Slow down. <laughs> at 48.05, you heard this quote at the beginning of the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. I, I want to do a documentary about that game, and it's just all about me. Just one camera on me like the guy in Fire Festival. Bill is so impressed by this game that he thinks it warrants a documentary, and the documentary subject would be Bill. <laughs> at 49.46, more fake words from Bill Simmons. Man who talks professionally. Every non-Patriots fan will be like, oh, I guess it's all Belichick all along. Ooh, ooh, pretty. You make a compelling argument, but I was not swayed. Matt, you? (laughs) He had me at the third, uh, but then after that, I just don't think so. At 54.25, this swallow. Care about the Yankee opponent. Matt, at 58.15, I'm asking for your professional opinion As a person who has no medical expertise whatsoever, in fact, I would not trust you to uh, diagnose the common cold. What is it you're hearing here? It is either a terrible mouth sound or the sucking of a straw. I I think it's a straw. I thought it was either the straw slurping to get the last bit of, I presume, Sprite. For some reason, I was thinking it's kombucha. Or he is sucking snot backwards through his sinuses. (laughs) And and that would explain. Like. Yes. Yes. Except for he's uh, doing it like the classy sort of uh, hard to hear way into a I'm microphone. Just, just imagine like he's the guy in the movie theater who's like, I got to get that last piece of candy out. Let me crumple the bag up. <laughs> I'm going to shake my milk duds like a <laughs> f- castanet at one eleven ten. This is what it sounds like to Bill. Now, before, here's the background. Sal is doing parent talk. He's talking about how his youngest son now likes wrestling and wants to use his middle son's wrestling figurines but the middle son no longer thinks wrestling is cool because the youngest son likes it but does not want to give up custody of the wrestling figurines and bill says perhaps with no sense of irony this he sounds a little hypocritical sure bill allow me to remind you last week when you accused kyle of burping and then <laughs> subsequently burped and swallowed many times. Yes, yes. <laughs> Matt, I was expecting some thoughtful, logical insight. I very much approve that you went straight to bodily functions. At 116.05, I like a well-reasoned argument. Just like Bill does here when talking about how the president decided that Steve Kerr was an easy target. He did the, the classic transferring whatever. <laughs> At 117.48, a bodily function. I do not think it is coming from his mouth. 
sniff? Yeah, probably. When I said bodily function, you were definitely thinking it might be a fart. I thought you were going to say he farted. It's a weird loud <laughs> sniff into a fucking mic, though. At one nineteen forty one, cousin Kyle, the first step to recovery is acceptance. He came from doing absolutely nothing, not unlike myself. Yes, he's great. <laughs> yeah. Still a bad producer, editor, <laughs> engineer. But so what? I think maybe what he brings to the game is uh, an intangible. <laughs> and the episode ends as they all must with this swallow, swallow combo. Remember the place in the episode when he sh- all over himself. <laughs> Bill just like, he's like, man, I am so thirsty. Well, it's because you ran out of Sprite like 25 minutes ago. By the way, I love how Bill's like, I love this show so much. I'm actually just going to do 10 ad-lib yeah. minutes on it to end this podcast. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Oh, by the way, we should say, Matt, the uh, first episode of the week uh, was one hour, 25 minutes, and 47 seconds. The second one, the one with Kevin O'Connor and Mallory Rubin, one hour, 40 minutes, and five seconds. Very manageable. He again Very. starts out by calling it the BS Podcast. The BS Podcast. He is wrong about the name of his eponymous podcast. At 23 seconds, this swallow. Crew.com slash. Followed by Pearl Jam at two minutes and 49 seconds. And then half a minute later. This swallow. Because this is a... F- At 3.49, Bill begins to warm up, talking about what he presumably would call the NBA China thing by calling it this type of contest. Swinging contest that was going on. I, I think there is such a thing as a d- measuring contest, though I-, <laughs> I have to admit, Matt, I do not have firsthand or secondhand knowledge <laughs> of that type of contest. What would a d- swinging contest look like? It's got to well, be one of two the things. Either it is how well you swing your own d- or how well you swing from someone else's. Well, that's not what, <laughs> what is swinging? Is it like a helicopter type motion? <laughs> I assume you take a wide stance uh, and it's back and forth. It's it's ass so crack no to navel. There's no hands involved. It's like you're waving a truck. Yes, yes. And also, how do you win? If you can hit your belly button and your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, but at that win. point, why do you need to engage? You could just be like, swing once, swing twice. Okay, that guy did it. Can you match? No. It doesn't even seem like it needs to be a contest. <laughs> and now the segue. At 4.35, Bill gets around to talking about LeBron's response to Daryl Morey's NBA China tweet. What Bill says is LeBron was not being defensive of China or anti-Hong Kong. Instead, he says this. If you read it carefully, it's like, no, actually, that's not what he meant. And you could perceive he was actually talking about the situation for the for the NBA people and the Lakers in China. He wasn't talking about the China-Hong Kong conflict. Bill is telling you, the listener, what LeBron said. If you actually pay attention to what LeBron said, it becomes very clear that LeBron said something stupid. And then he, tr- and then he got a bunch of shit for it. And then he tried to backtrack and sort of qualify what he meant. Bill... Instead of pointing that out and criticizing LeBron, 
just accepts LeBron's explanation. Bill's position is, well, of course that's what LeBron meant. We should just accept that that's what he meant. In the subsequent week, Bill has sort of gone over to the LeBron f***ed up side, probably because, uh, as you pointed out, Chris, that is now the popular side. That is where most of the media has landed. Sounds like hypocrisy is no longer just for children and their wrestling figurines. <laughs> it does. The good news is, as uh, a one-time, we could call him a journalist, although, as he and Sal both agreed, they are now opinionists. Bill falls on this side of the debate about whether free speech is good or not. I am personally on the side of freedom of speech. Our hero. <laughs> Finally, someone has the guts to take a stand. At 1323, what is it called when something is signified and then as a result, someone means something about it? Bill has the answer. And he's not a significant employer, you know? <laughs> At 1651, just so you're aware that we are equal opportunity mouth sound critics. <laughs> This is Kevin O'Connor swallowing. The summer, after the progress... A lot of smack. That was a good one, yeah. right? I feel like he... But he has the kind of adenoidal voice yeah. where you would expect a lot of sinus <laughs> echo. But Bill is always a surprise and disappointment. Uh, at 28.15, Bill says, and I can't remember if he's doing an ad here, that each item has been rigorously tested. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Each uniform item has been rigorously tested. Without rigor, Chris. Yes. <laughs> uh, he continues the ad. It, I think it's an ad for, like, possibly Everlane. Which is pants? Yeah, like sweatshirts. Cause, yeah. Because uh, at 2836, he says this. Entire collection backed up by a 365-day guaranteed. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ads uh, of the week because he goes on to say this. I've already worn one of the sweatshirts I sent twice. Why did they send a sweatshirt <laughs> twice? What he means is I already wore that one sweatshirt two times. Yeah. But based on his uh, syntax, <laughs> he gets it wrong. At 33.50, Kevin O'Connor gets on the malapropisms with this type of bomb. His foot was a time-ticking bomb. He means a ticking I... time bomb, <laughs> but a time-ticking time bomb? time-ticking bomb. At 39.57, Matt, who has the highest ceiling in the NBA? If I told you one of those two teams was going to go 64-18, and 18, who would you pick? Philly. That's how I feel, too. Really? I think okay. their ceiling's higher. There's too much of it. It concerns me. You think they're jinxing him? I think Bill is. This, you think it's a concerted Bill affirmative jinx? Yeah, Bill hates Philly. <laughs> you paranoid <laughs> bastard. At 4333, what is this sound? The instincts and reaction. <laughs> is he eating a bag of chips? <laughs> <laughs> no, that is the sound of an enormous <laughs> podcaster's jaw crunching through a human head. <laughs> Now, I think fairly, it's either he's drinking and slurping Sprite, or possibly kombucha, uh, or is, again, clearing his sinuses. Or literally any other beverage. Yeah. No, that's that. I can tell Sprite, or possibly kombucha. At 44.10, this swallow. Five-man defensive lineup in the, in the league, right? Mention? And at 54.04, in a surprising turnabout, Bill, while talking to Mal, is criticizing analytics. The nerds are ruining everything, and you support the nerds. I thought he was like an analytic defender. Yeah, he became an old man, though. And this is about a conversation about the shift in baseball, which I guess is players play in slightly different spots on the field. How yeah. is this at all different from things like the uh, five-wide offensive evolution in football? It's not. Or it's like when, uh, if you believe a team is more likely to run on first down, you put more guys in the box on first down. Yeah, or if you believe it is more statistically likely to score more points, 
you take more three-pointers and layups than mid-range jumpers. Yes. Isn't that the exact same concept? Yeah, this is stupid. This is this is like uh, staking an old man position for no reason. Yeah, Rick Riley yells at Cloud. Yes. At 109.21, this swallow. Where? There's actually... At 110.23. Did you see that Doug Peterson guaranteed the victory for the Eagles and then immediately recanted? A, was a dumb thing to do. B, he didn't even really recant. He just sort of argued that it wasn't what he meant, which is stupid because it's what he said. Uh, this is kind of like we, what we need is to have Bill jump in and explain yes. what Doug Peterson meant. <laughs> uh, and C, we suck. Sorry, dude. Uh, at 113.16, Matt, I believe there are two separate parts uh, of a football field. I guess there's the offensive backfield and the defensive backfield. Do you know what it is if you go behind the backfield? I don't. Yeah, it's because it's not a real thing, but somebody <laughs> needs to tell Bill. They would have him behind the backfield and he would still get five yards. You can't get somebody <laughs> behind the backfield. Behind the backfield is out of bounds. Yes. At one sixteen thirty, Kyle, who I've already pledged allegiance to on this <laughs> podcast, is accused of not paying attention to his duties. Kyle's texting. Doesn't even sound like he was really texting. <laughs> Sounds like he was paying attention. I have a feeling that there's a little part of Bill who uh, who recognizes Kyle's deficiencies, and he sees him texting, and he sees him not paying attention, and he like tries almost tries to embarrass him into uh, being more cooperative. At one twenty one twenty two, Mallory has to be on the Mount Rushmore of Bill Simmons' guests, if only for this statement. You're greedy and you're spoiled. <laughs> yeah, right. You tell that motherfucker. <laughs> Matt immediately jacks up the animosity level. But that's her boss. Uh, she is great. Total all-star. She goes on to continue to dig at her boss at 122.26. Even for you, this is exhausting. What? This is like your 97th Patriots mention. I've been in here 20 minutes. Yes. Yes. You have to be considerate or thoughtful about how your words could be taken out of context. Like this, uh, shortly after one hour, 24 minutes. Wilson's giving it to him with like an inch to spare. I, I mean, I know what he's saying. Yeah, just cut it out. But you can cut that out right there, and you have great material. <laughs> At one twenty six thirteen, it sounds to me like Mal, our hero, our heroine, coughs into the fucking mic. Bad. <laughs> just turn your head, Mal. <laughs> the problem is there's no one there to teach her. It's true. At one twenty eight fifty five. This Joe Bluth nominee. What that you get? My new dab dab dab. At 133.39, I get the impression Bill brings this up so you know he likes to fuck. It's clear he's had sex with not that many people. Isn't the point of saying this to be like, listen, I know guys who fuck. <laughs> I know guys who don't fuck. I can tell because I'm a guy who fucks. <laughs> right? That's got to be what his point is. He's gotten it in. Isn't that what his point sure, is? Sure, sure. Yeah, Matt's not going to get involved in this seedy commenting. At 139.15. To run and grow any kind of business. You grow a business, Matt. You do <laughs> not grow a business. <laughs> Unless you're Sergio Argonis and you're talking about his uh, wandering barbarian character, grew. you do not grow a business. And in fact, if you were to grow the wanderer a business, it would probably not be good for the people at Square. <laughs> because it would already have happened? We'll be back after this. <laughs> voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot 
empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. All right, finally, we're here for the first of the two-part over-unders. <laughs> like a, finally, we're halfway done. <laughs> the first one was on the Bill Simmons podcast. It was 157.50 at 126. Bill, not sure of the name of Ryan Russillo's show. Ryan Russillo's show or podcast? What did we decide? Podcast. Yeah, podcast. podcast. <laughs> not sure of his own show's name. Not sure of Ryan Russillo's show's name. Which is named? The Ryan Russillo yes. show. <laughs> it is not difficult. At 225. Pearl Jam. At 347, while discussing over-unders and the number of times that House will call Kyle a certain word that starts with C. <laughs> On the number of times that I call nephew Kyle a c- Bill points out that the person who is there to be a professional producer, editor, and engineer may not be up to the job today. <laughs> Guys, he came from asking. a Halloween party last night. He's hung over. Now he's got to write down every edit. <laughs> now he has to <laughs> All right, hold That's on. I have a couple of questions. Does nephew Kyle have a notepad and he writes down the times that he wants to edit later? My guess is if that is true, he's still on page one. <laughs> he has never torn a piece of paper out of that notepad. My only thought is maybe Bill is giving him some sort of signal, like write that down, we're cutting that out. I mean, we've heard them talk about we're cutting that out before and then they choose to leave it in. <laughs> So maybe shoes. <laughs> was he <it> conscious? <laughs> right. Just think he like he has a crayon and a pad. At sixteen, eighteen, count the holes. But I don't know if that can carry all the holes that this team is going to have. I don't think you carry holes. I think if you <laughs> well, have, how could you? If you've diagnosed holes in a team, I think what you try to do is patch them or cover them. But I don't think you try to carry them. A hole is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting like mathematical. <laughs> At 1820, this ingredient is not pronounced this way, Matt. Onion. Fucking onion. <laughs> There's an easy way to say it. He does it again uh, at approximately 1830. Is it, is it possible that this, the copy he has, it is spelled U-N-G-O-N, and he just thinks that's some new fucking vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next one. Onion. Again? It's definitely onion, right? Onion. I can't believe it. This is what House has to say at 1910. I'll let some meat come in. But mm. dunk. He's going to let some meat come in. Bill finds it to be Matt. Delicious. Yes. Let's listen to some of the other things Bill and his guests found to be delicious last week. Mm. Gives me. The Yankee. So he's taking. Meat. You know, they have. But. They also have the fire. But dunk. To try to get it. Research. I love. Because. At 25-20, of all time, does not belong in this sentence. And becomes the first guy of all time to go in three different cities. Wouldn't it be easier, Matt, just to say ever or in history? <laughs> Can a person be of time? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is some philosophical <laughs> shit. At 2809, the only one to recognize what is at stake is house. In preparation for this podcast, because... I'm a podcast professional, Bill Simmons. Yes. Bill also finds that delicious, <laughs> yes. of course. At 31 minutes and 18 seconds. I had this quote in The Thing. Eh? The Thing. Doesn't matter what he's talking about because he doesn't seem to know. No. Just fill in thing. The it's thing. better than saying, no, 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 but it's still pretty vague. I like no, no, no better. At 47, 41, this just simply had to be in here. Oh, there's a f- book. Wow. <laughs> you know what's great is accidentally listening to this around family members. <laughs> 
They understand. That's why we bleep the Bill Simmons podcast <laughs> podcast. It's hilarious. So that your kids don't hear about your f- book. Yeah, or your f- swinging. <laughs> At 49.23, I really like this turn of phrase. I thought it was, like, artful. And now it's like he's throwing a chainsaw in a hot tub. (laughs) That's good, right? What happens? Well, like, there's water all over the place, and it's bad for the tub. Wait, doesn't the chainsaw just stop working as soon as it hits? Well, it's a gas-powered chainsaw. (laughs) Oh, it's not electric? Dude, come on. (laughs) Only the best for Bill. He probably is doing that in the guest house anyway. At 57.15, while talking about gambling... You know what I'm talking about, Matt? Yes. You go ahead and explain. Bill says that New Orleans is plus something to win the playoffs. <laughs> plus 260 to win the playoffs. The whole thing. Luckily, Rosilla was there to say, you mean get in the playoffs? To which Bill acknowledges, yes, that is what he meant. And also has no idea that he did not say that. <laughs> yes. Does not, no self-awareness. At 102.21, this is making me hungry. <laughs> no, I think he has a lot of chips. He's talking about having a chip <laughs> on your shoulder. And what he's saying is, this guy, can't remember who, in fact, has a lot of chips <laughs> on his shoulder. He's got Doritos, mm. Ruffles. Fritos. <laughs> Are Pringles chips? They're crisps. At 102.46, if you're going to ask Google during a a very high-concept ad for Google Assistant to play a show from your podcast network, think about getting the name of the show right. Hey, Google, play the latest episode of the Dave Chang Podcast. The best part (laughs) is that Google gets the name right. Sure, playing the latest episode of the Dave Chang Show. But Bill, the CEO, does not. (laughs) Now, Matt, before the Google Assistant ad, you pointed something out to me that we need to point out to our listeners. Well, I think that we have figured out why Bill does not let Kyle edit things out. It's because he is f***ing terrible at it. <laughs> or someone is. It, it appears what happened here is they recorded an ad, uh, the Google Assistant ad. The way Bill recorded it was by saying something like, hold on, let's take a break before we get to the LA teams and then does the ad. Here's how the edit went. Bill said, we're going to take a break. They started to do a different Google Assistant ad. It cuts off. The new Google Assistant ad pops up where Bill says, I think we're going to take a break. Hey, before we get to the L.A. teams, and then does the ad. By the way, they did the L.A. teams already. It might not be available still, but we did save it for posterity, and it sounds something like this. Let's uh, take a break. Hey, the Google Assistant is ready to help you get more done with just your voice in the car, at home, everywhere you take your... Uh, I should take a break first. Hey, before we get to the L.A. teams, let's take a break. At 112.45, Bill, with his new favorite laughter addendum, snorts. Content. <laughs> he does this all the time. It's like a, a laugh punctuation. Yes. It's terrible. Somebody's got to tell him. They're all scared. We're not scared <laughs> of you, Bill. Then at 1.30, you want to talk about Bill's weird laugh affectations? Talk about this. <laughs> Remember how much we loved hearing Bill talk about Shay Gilgis Alexander. The He's NBA back. is back, Matt. And so is Shay at 132.35. With Shay Gilgis Alexander. Buddy, it's get Gilgis. It. it is Gilgis. And if you're not sure, Ryan correctly says it almost a minute later. And Shay Gilgis Alexander. I think he did it on purpose, like to one up him. Because then Ryan goes on to just say Shay several times. And at 134.25, Bill. Avoids the issue altogether. I would want Shay to have the ball. <laughs> Just avoids the last name. At 140.27, this snort. Special he is. At 143 and 10 seconds, 
during a promotional read for whatever that thing is about how the Sonics got stolen. Bill says that the show is for a person who fits this characteristic. And if you're against teams getting hijacked from a basketball city that won the title in 1979. Honestly, it seems pretty specific. If you don't give a shit about the 1980 teams or the 1978 teams, but you do care about the 1979 title winner, then have we got a podcast that you must pay for for you. At 143.30, to continue the rewatchables read, he botches it. Been off read, though, rewatchables, 1999. There was some I'm apologizing to this uh, Redditor in advance. There was some guy on Reddit I saw today who had posted Bill, Sal, and Houses, uh, all their over-unders. And I was like, who the fuck cares? And then I was like, well, we're sitting around Yes, yes, I care. Thank you, sir or madam. I think it was perfect. I love it. I can't wait to try to look for it a year from now at 146.50. If you're going to talk about something that is soft and caressing, it's guaranteed to make Bill Simmons snort. Soft, caressing, under? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay. At 147.33, a shot at Bill. If you still wrote Bill. I love it. That's great. I mean, I guess they're acting like it's an inside joke. It's also an outside joke. Oh, there's another one left, Matt. <laughs> I guess maybe there's, we only have two ads. I guess this is just bonus coverage. This is one hour, 34 minutes and 52 seconds. Two ads. There's the one about Anchor and then the other one about, I think it's about Anchor. It's also about Anchor. Yeah. But there's just two of them. There's the robot one and then the one where we talk. (laughs) Yeah. At 3.36, my favorite quote of the week. I've never heard more gushing than this. It's a lot of gushing. I don't know how much gushing I've heard in my lifetime, but it's good to know that there is a limit. So much gushing. At 5.45, this sound. Because I like them to win the... I mean, isn't that like that? He got pinched under the table or something. At 929, this swallow. Thing. I just. At 1723, this snort. (laughs) At 2519, from one basketball player to another. Ryan, we both played basketball. House House was great at basketball. I can't decide if they're joking about, haha, we played basketball, we wouldn't want to play, or he really does feel like he is in a position as a former non-varsity high school basketball player to make this call. I think the point he's making is like he plays pickup basketball and you never want to play with the guy. No, man, I know pass. what the point is. But <laughs> but what I'm saying is is he saying to himself, "Listen, I know I'm just some f-ing scrub, so it doesn't really matter what I think." Or is he saying, "No, really. I knew what it was like to play basketball where I reached the highest level of pickup and I would not want to play with this guy." Yeah, no, it's that. It's this 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 <laughs> he sincerely means yes. it. Okay. Ryan played yesterday. At 30 minutes and 30 seconds. They have the Dragich inspiring. Inspiring. I think he means expiring. <laughs> it's like a, a one of those posters on the wall, and it has Dragich <laughs> hanging from a tree branch, and it says, hang in there. Yes, yes. At 42.20, Matt, your take. The only thing keeping them from making it to the NBA Finals is Brett Effing Brown. Oh. I want to be the underdog again. More jinxing. Yeah. And, and then but they're right about Brett Brown. It's like... Isn't it the Philadelphia sports scene where you have a great team and then you're undone by the coach? Like, for instance, Andy Reid? Yes. Oh, Andy Reid. Wow. I can't wait to watch the Sixers <laughs> fall short this year. At 42.51, we talked about this at the beginning. I just like the way it sounds. I actually think they will throw them out at the same time with Giannis. Have a freaky thing. <laughs> it's have a freaky be, thing. They're going to have three bigs, the two Lopez's, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> playing for Milwaukee, and that, my friend, will be a freaky thing. <laughs> is it a play on Greek Freak, or is it just a thing he said? But it's like, how could it be a play on Greek Freak when 
It's only one third <laughs> Greek freak and two thirds Lopez. Well, it's like a freak, and then he didn't know what to say, so he went. He defaulted the thing like he always does. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I still like it. Freaky thing. Freaky thing. At around forty-eight forty, Bill decides to make the same joke yes. Ryan just made. <laughs> I got this. It's the twelve so percenter. <laughs> Here's the first joke. I'm going to start introducing myself as Ryan 12% Rosillo. And then Matt, here's Bill's joke. <laughs> See if you can spot the difference. <laughs> well, I remember when we talked about you working for The Ringer, you were like, look, man, I'm at 12% right now. He didn't it, just make the joke. He, he literally, he made like a new joke that was the same joke. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. At 55, 34, are you surprised that Bill is the kind of guy who likes a good flaccid joke flaccid not not flaccid but soft <laughs> see the problem is you're gonna make the joke and it's obvious i am a hard erect under but of course it's sitting right there bill or quivering the problem is you can't really realistically call it a hard erect under <laughs> over okay i can see but under man i'm just disappointed at 59 25 yeah at 59.25, this is almost as bad as his jerk-off circle comments. Every year there's one workout guy and everybody starts jerking off. Every year people <laughs> do not do that. The draft, even euphemistically or metaphorically speaking, does not cause people to begin to masturbate <laughs> in excitement. Because people do not masturbate in excitement. Perhaps there is a circle jerk, but they don't just start jerking off. They just don't uh, from, from a... A turn of phrase standpoint. I'm not saying that I'm arguing that people literally do not. That's true. We agree. People literally are not masturbating. Yeah, that's not a, uh, that's, you're not staking any not, new positions no in that one. There. But people are also not metaphorically doing that. You're, you're using the phrase wrong. Up next, genres. To thrive in a second genre. Blake Griffin's genres. Number one, professional basketball. Number two, comedy. It's like if you were to go on a Netflix what do you want to see? Action thrillers, quirky sitcoms, comedy, NBA. <laughs> At 102.31, this is worse than wrestling hypocrisy. The number of people that fell all over themselves to defend LeBron when he f***ed up when he gave that press conference was embarrassing. Didn't he just do that? <laughs> yes. Didn't he just go out of his way to say, that's this, not what LeBron meant. He meant this and yeah, he said it poorly. This is such horseshit. It's like he originally came on and quasi-defended LeBron and then the world was like, Man, LeBron looks terrible, and he was like, oh, yeah, that is the right position. I'm going to take that one. Yeah, people shouldn't defend that. Yeah. Matt, I cannot fault this statement of fact. Or depending on who they're playing, they can do different things. If teams play different players, then they can do different things. I agree. I think that's one of the things coaches do for a job. At 129.05, the snort. <laughs> <laughs> he just ends a laugh with the snort again. Yes. And then finally, at 133.54, Regarding cousin Kyle, nephew Kyle, I thought was a rock. Thought he was Thanks. great. Thanks. I didn't feel like there was a lot of coughing or sneezing from you today. The true absurdity to this comment is this, Matt. There has been a ton of coughing throughout the week. The sheer audacity. But but especially on this podcast, let's remember a few of our favorite coughs from the over unders over the past ten years. Which means, unfortunately, Vince who outperformed them as the worst. Is it possible that Kyle is constantly sneezing and coughing in the background and he's editing it out? It's probably because he's got bad vape disease. <laughs> Matt, this has been a very long podcast recording session. I'm exhausted. I don't have enough time yet to do all the freaky things <laughs> I normally do. I will pick one and stick with it. <laughs> the way you said it's great. <laughs> this has been the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. I really like it.
the Matt, do you know how be... hard it is to Photoshop <laughs> human faces onto animals? Yeah, I know. It is a, a total bitch. <laughs> uh, and then the caption would be, ride that dude. Thank you.